Hi, it's Mark Sisson. Welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast, where we deliver a variety of fresh content to help you live awesome. Enjoy the show. Engage with us online at marksdailyapple.com and on social media, and send your questions to info at primalblueprint.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Primal Blueprint Podcast. If you're listening to this, this is also a video episode, and the link to that video is in the show notes. I'm really excited to have on the show. I've already done an Instagram live with her, but I really wanted to have her on the podcast. An amazing story, an amazing journey, and really at the forefront of the carnivore diet movement. Uh, She's known as Black Carnivore on Instagram and also has an incredible YouTube channel now and a podcast we'll talk about. Uh, Ade Fox, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you today. Yeah, so let's let's go let's go through this, man. You know, at, at what point in life were you like symptoms crept up? What was happening that something was off for you with your health? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you know, I think like a lot of people, I have always had allergies and kind of autoimmune stuff. And uh, over the years, I just kind of thought, you know, oh, I have eczema. You know, oh, like when I get a cold, it takes me six months before I can breathe again. And you know, oh, you know, if I get sick, I get bronchitis or like pneumonia. And um, I, I didn't really like put all of these things together. And um, it wasn't until uh, actually in the early two thousands, I went to a naturopathic doctor who. Um, was, uh, you know, he was like vegetarian, that whole type. And I thought he was going to say, you know, you got to go vegan, like remove all this stuff. But, you know, he did took some tests and uh, turns out I was allergic to soy and corn. And uh, he said, you know, you got to go like cave woman diet, you know, eat nothing that a cave woman didn't eat. And this was like right before paleo kind of blew up. Yeah, so how, how, I was how like, advanced was this guy? I'm like, so impressed with this doctor. I know, right? He was like, if it comes in a box or a bag, don't eat it. And so, you know, I was like, okay. And, you know, I had done Atkins back in, uh, I think like I was in LA in the late um, 1990s when the the fourth version of that book came out. So of course, everybody was doing it. I did it. And, um, you know, I was too addicted to sugar to like do it for long, but I did it enough to know like, oh, you know, I can do this. This like is good. I like the food. I'm full and it works. Um, so, you know, when he said that I was like, okay. And, um, so, you know, I started to do it and, uh, you know, I, I, I really, you know, I tried to like take out corn and soy, but, you know, once I discovered this and started looking, I realized that there's like nothing that doesn't contain corn or soy. So it was a tremendous amount of work. And in some ways I just said, you know, to heck with it. Like I I can't, you know, I can't do all of this. So I kind of dealt with my symptoms, you know, things were kind of stable for a while. Um, But, you know, then over time, like I started, um, you know, eating more sweets and gaining weight as you do. And, um, you know, next thing I know, I had gained 80 pounds. I was in, you know, just exhausted, totally inflamed, in a lot of pain. And, uh, you know, I finally got to the point where I was like, I got to do something about this. And um, I, you know, I started doing, I was like low carb that worked for me in the past. Let me try this again. And uh, at that point, you know, I knew a little bit of the science, but not a lot. And this was before we called things keto. It was, you know, I mean, there were the the urine sticks where you could check your ketones, but it wasn't like, 
you know, there wasn't a lot of information out there. So I like dove in, I searched for all of the, you know, the YouTube videos I could find. I tried to learn about it. I, you know, I really became more faithful. You know, I made a commitment, like I tried to hit around 30, um, 30 grams of, uh, carbs a day, but as long as I was under 50, I was like, I'm good. And, uh, and it, it worked, it helped. And so a lot of, so I lost a lot of weight, I felt a lot better, um, but there were still nagging problems. And, um, you know, and what I were still those nagging had... problems? Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I, so my allergies were a lot better, but I still used, um, I used to still use Flonase. So at, at its worst, like my allergies were such that I used Flonase every day, uh, Claritin. Um, also, um, I use Benadryl many days around the clock, both to deal with the allergies and also um, eczema and just general rashes. I would just like get a rash from eating who knows what. Uh, so, you know, so I was always on taking something and Sudafed too, to like deal with, you know, maybe a sinus infection, who knows. And uh, so that was the height of the problem. So a lot of that resolved, but not all of it. And then I had a lot of breathing trouble too. And I, you know, it wasn't until later that I actually got diagnosed with asthma and they told me you have allergy induced asthma. And so I was like, oh, so this explains why, you know, all my life I had so much difficulty breathing, but now, you know, you're giving me, um, ad, uh, what is it, Advair and, um, and then the other inhaler, the, the um, uh, short acting one. And, um, and, uh, you know, I, I took, I think prednisone for a while just to kind of get everything to calm down because everything was so inflamed. So, you know, it was just like a constant battle. And, uh, so even on keto, um, those things improved, but did not get better. And so I, you know, when I heard people talking about carnivore, uh, I had heard like Amber O'Hearn talking about it for like, I don't know, a couple of years. And I had somehow come across Charles Washington's um, blog, like in maybe 2008, 2007, but I just, you know, could not wrap my head around it. So, you know, I didn't do it, but I kept hearing her talk and, and talk about the, you know, the incredible changes that happened. And I thought, you know, I just, let me just like give this an honest, Honest, honest try. And, um, and so, and I saw some women talking about the beef and butter fast. So you just have beef and butter, um, you know, for three days. Uh, sorry, there's so much. No, <laughs> you're living in New York, right? So it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so I did that for, for three days and then, um, it was <laughs> classic New Yorkers just getting aggro. Someone's yeah. getting, <laughs> I know, right. Um, but it was so amazing, like doing that, um, three days, I ended up doing it two weeks, not three days. And, um, butter and beef. Yeah. Ground beef. Yeah. I mean, it was so good. And it was like, I don't know. It just kind of felt like I finally was able to take a breath of air. Like it just, it, it, it nourished me in a way that I didn't feel like I had been nourished before. And so, and I had taken out everything. So I wasn't having cheese. I wasn't having, you know, spices. I wasn't having anything, but just beef and butter, uh, ground beef and butter. And, um, and so it had a tremendous impact. And so then I was like, okay, there clearly is a difference with uh, carnivore. And, um, you know, I had went back to eating cheese. And so I, you know, felt better. Better, but I didn't hit that A1 feeling that I did in the very beginning. So I finally, finally gave up, um, you know, cheese as well. And that's when my asthma cleared up. So in, um, you know, I went about 10 days, I think. And uh, I decided, um, like, I had a small amount of cheese, it couldn't have been more than a half an ounce. And within a few hours, I was looking for my inhaler again, and I hadn't used it in 10 days. 
So it was, you know, pretty stunning that's for a, me. That's a pretty substantial N equals one experiment right there. Yeah. And that, that tells you everything, that told you everything you needed, I guess. That's amazing. And to think too, yeah, you know, yeah. dairy is such a culprit in acne, mm-hmm. in breathing, in so many things. It's one of those things where sometimes people eliminate that and like their depression goes away. Like these are yeah. so important to, to, to go along this elimination-ish something yeah. discovery because you never know what you're going to find. And like, Oh, like one little ounce of cheese and you have to use your inhaler when you didn't for 10 days. That's so stark. And it was less than an ounce. I mean, it was literally half an ounce and it, you know, and I, yeah, I was stunned. And you know, the thing was like, I didn't want to believe it. So (laughs) I continued to, no one does. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I continued to test to just to really be sure. But then the final thing was like, I ate cheese at dinner and then uh, I later on, I went to bed and I, I had a dream that I was having an asthma attack and I woke up and I was like, Oh, I need my inhaler. And it was like, Oh, you know, this is dangerous now. Like this isn't just, you know, Oh, I don't feel good. So, uh, you know, so I just like committed to it. And, uh, and I also gave up coffee at that time, which was surprisingly impactful. And I get, so in my community, I've, you know, now with the black carnivore community, we have a, a Facebook group. Uh, we also have, um, uh, multiple times a week, zoom, zoom support meetings for us. And, uh, and then we do the live streams on YouTube and I try to get out as many videos as I can and do interviews of people who, um, you know, are following carnivore diet and and having success because I think testimony is like, you know, just, it's like, like that tells a story that none other can. Um, but in, you know, in that group, I'm always, you know, kind of like test it, take it out. You don't know that it's not affecting you. You really don't know. And, you know, of course I get tons of pushback over cheese and coffee, but you know, when people do it, it's kind of like, oh yeah, (laughs) my depression went away. Oh, I don't have anxiety or panic attacks anymore. Is that what it was for you with the coffee? Like, can you identify and qualify what coffee correlated to, or was it just Uh, I just think, you know, general anxiety and um, it's just too much energy, I think, running through my body. So I feel uncomfortable and I'm looking for ways to kind of tamp down that energy. Um, So I um, and I think I had a little bit more clear headedness and more energy in a in a clean feeling way. I don't yeah. know. It's a little bit hard to wrap my head around, but I, I think it has a lot to do with like mood and anxiety and um, just, you know, yeah, the, those things. Mm-hmm. So I, it was definitely a benefit. However, I am back on coffee. I do. I miss the ritual of having something hot and bitter to drink in the morning. So I, I you know, I've challenged a couple of other people in my group to quit coffee. Um, they have, I didn't, I am terrible. And so finally today, <laughs> no coffee. What about, what about decaf coffee versus caffeinated coffee for you? I mean, I guess, but decaf tastes so terrible. It's like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how long now have you been like straight up you know, you've been on the carnivore train. So I started this in December, 20, uh, 2017. Yeah. 2017. And, um, you know, I quit, uh, um, alcohol in May of 2018 and then cheese right around then and a coffee right around then. So, um, you know, so I went a good long period like that, but, um, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I try to be more open uh, about, 
how people, where people are on the carnivore train. Um, because I, I, what I really want is for people to see this and use this as a tool to achieve optimal health. And um, people have to get there however they get there in whatever time they get there. So ideally, you know, you get to the point where you're having, um, you know, some form of meat, eggs, you know, fat, salt, water. But, you know, it may take people a while to let go of a coffee, of avocado every now and then, of, you know, maybe some cheats um, where they pay the price, <laughs> you know, all of those things. So in our group, you know, we do, we kind of um, came up with a, a couple of categories of strict, moderate and relaxed carnivore and, um, you know, and then tell people like you can move between those day to day, meal to meal, however you want to do it you're probably going to feel best uh, strict, but you know, it's going to be up to you um, how you want to implement this. And it's up to you to decide how good you want to feel. I mean, you know, some people are happy with feeling like 85% so that they can have their coffee with um, cream and um, some kind of artificial sweetener. So <laughs> tell us uh, in the world, I know you, I knew at once, like you were like, mm, you branched out a little bit do you eat all the meats? Do you eat all the organs? Like what are, mm -hmm. you know, what are your favorite cuts? Or you're like, I'm just ground beef, you know, and do you eat eggs? Uh, so I go on and off of eating eggs. Um, I have had allergies, I think, to eggs for a long time. And um, I really, I struggled with them. So um, I, I, I went for many years without them, then I started eating them again. So sometimes they make me feel nauseous. And if that happens, that means, you know, for whatever reason, it's not good for me. And, you know, I kind of decided the, the way I want to handle this is, um, you know, one of the really nice things about carnivore is that, you know, I have, it, it removes all the noise that sugar and other foods create. So you can actually listen to your body signals and know that, you know, you're actually doing the right thing. So if I'm hungry, I'm hungry. You know, if I'm not hungry, I'm not hungry. It's not, you know, there's no battle there. I'm not second guessing things. And um, so, you know, now that I, I listen to my body, if I feel nauseous or sick, you know, I don't know why, but my body's now just decided we're not doing eggs. So, you know, so that's what I do. So now I'm in a phase where it seems to be okay. Sometimes I have cravings for them. So I try not to eat them more than a couple of times a week. And, you know, I, I don't want to like overexpose in case that's a problem. And, you know, we just leave it at that. As far as meats, you know, I, I eat broadly, but, you know, my favorite stuff is beef. And um, I don't, it's no accident that, you know, you hear carnivores always talking about beef. Um, um, it's not, you know, I, I, in my opinion, it's not that we're just like, yes, beef, beef. It's just that, you know, we feel best on red meat, on ruminant meat. And, um, and of course for Americans, beef is the most ubiquitous and easily accessible, uh, ruminant meat, but, um, that's what makes me feel best. So I, I don't like to go a whole day without eating beef. Um, I, you know, now we'll eat other stuff, but, uh, you know, I know that I prefer beef. And what, which, do you have a favorite? Are you like, I love ground beef. I love ribeyes. I love fillets. Like, do you have a, you know, particular, like, oh, that's my jam. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> They're all good. They're all you good. know, I mean, I like to mix it up and, um, you know, so yeah, I'll eat all the things. You're but, mostly um, beef, some eggs, salt, water, a little coffee, and that's it. Yeah. 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 Um, wait, it seems like there must be something else in there. Um, <laughs> Is there anything else? <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. I see, it feels it feels very varied to me. Like I don't feel at all like it's a very limited diet. I know people say that, but you know, I'm kind of like if it's your favorite thing to eat, like what's the problem? It's good yesterday. It's good today. It's good tomorrow. If I get bored of it, then you know I can swap over to a chuck roast, and that's good. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I uh, uh, I've spoken to and I've coached a few people that have to be on the carnivore train based on their autoimmune issues and whatever, and it's been nothing mm-hmm. short of a miracle. You know, I've, I've talked to Paul Saladino a bunch, and um, even Sean Baker and all the people in the space. Let's hear it from you in your community. For the people that have you know come in and they're finally like, okay, uh, I need to do this. Tell us about some of those 180 miracles of symptoms dissipating with people. You know, you've talked about your asthma. That is such a huge thing, right? Like mm-hmm. face stuff, acne, that's a huge thing with people too. When they start to get healthy and clean stuff up and go paleo, you know, their face will clean up. Mm-hmm. But carnivore, what are some other things you've heard that people are like, oh my God, I had this damn thing and I can't believe it's gone now. Or, or some of those to just mm-hmm. inspire people if they're out there suffering from those, they might want to take a look. Yeah. Well, acid reflux is a thing I hear all the time. And, you know, we don't really think about that as like, you know, a big deal, but like, you know, if I were coming to your house every night and splashing the acid in your face, like you'd think that was a big deal. It is a big deal. Um, Very painful, uncomfortable and damaging. And um, it's amazing how quickly that is something that just turns around for people. And uh, it wasn't, you know, it's generally not even on the list of things that they're trying to deal with. Most people are coming, you know, looking to deal with weight loss or, um, managing diabetes. And then, you know, that's one of the things also mood is, um, amazing. Uh, you know, um, you know, people are just so much more even tempered and just able to deal with the stresses and challenges of life more effectively. Um, and, uh, and then another would, and I want to highlight that one. I want to highlight that one because (laughs) we had on, we had on Brett Lloyd and he was on multiple antidepressants, for many, many years, and it was a total disaster. And Carnivore mm. fixed it all for him. I mean, him crying on the podcast, you could hear him tearing up over all of the medicines and things, and even even tearing up because he knew he didn't treat his wife right all those years when he just, you could tell he's probably apologizing to her every week, you know? Um, it is amazing, right? Nothing short of amazing when this happens to you, right? That, that you clear something up that doctors tell you, we're going to need this pill, you need this pill. What I love about both of you in this experiment, and honestly, kind of anyone in carnivore, because a lot of doctors aren't going to tell you to go there unless it is a carnivore doctor or a paleo doctor who might be uh, on it and know about carnivore. This is all you. You were like, I am not going to live this way. I'm going to try. I'm going to look. I'm going to do some experiments, right? And like you said, you went down the train, got lighter, low carb, and then you you hit carnivore. So I just want to highlight that the mental, the depression, the anxiety, and the mood um, stability benefits of this is outstanding. And that's something you hear from almost every person who's on it. So I just wanted to highlight that, but continue on with the list of uh, the list of great things people are getting rid of. Yeah. And, um, and then having energy, you know, I think that that is particularly, uh, you know, many of the people in my, uh, my community or, you know, in my following me on Instagram or YouTube are, um, you know, in the midlife and have, you know, kids and jobs and responsibilities and all kinds of things. And then to have all of that going on. And then on top of that, you know, having to carry around a lot of excess weight and not have energy and not be nourishing yourself because, you know, again, they're all trying to 
you know, have salads or do, you know, the thing that they, you know, the things that we're told are, are necessary to lose weight. And so that is something that turns around, you know, pretty quickly. I mean, you know, the thing about carnivore and, and we'll even go in keto, I feel like, um, you know, there is a tough barrier to entry, you know, it does take a while to adapt. And so you're not going to feel great right away. So one of the things I really wanted to do was work really hard to simplify and explain and just kind of um, walk people, handhold them through that process. So they get to the other side, but, um, but I've been able to do that. And I've done, you know, a couple of challenges, like two week challenges and, uh, you know, work with people and they, they get to the other side and it's, it's stunning. Like, it's not, you know, they're like, Oh my God, why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, I did, I've been saying this forever. <laughs> you know, nobody listens to me. So, uh, yeah, but you won't believe until you experience it. Um, so that's another thing that is just really spectacular. And, and one of the things that I want most to explain to people, cause I think that is kind of, you know, at least for the, the age group of population that I am dealing with, that's like, you know, one of the most challenging things, like, how do you, you know, how do you just like get through your day and get through life and not have to like sit down and take a nap and like go get the coffee. And so, you know, that's pretty amazing. Um, and then some other things is I've had some people with, um, you know, various kinds of like, uh, you know, head or brain issues and, um, I've gotten them on more fat and, you know, that's a challenge in and of itself to get you know women to eat more fat. Um, so, uh, you know, working with them to like, you know, really uh, increase it significantly and really pay attention to the quality of the fat. Uh, you know, we've seen people's, you know, mental state, uh, mental status really turn around. I mean, with in a tremendous amount of um, uh, mental clarity, evenness of mood, and like, you know, just the ability to do, um, you know, creative work or complicated, you know, problem solving type work that really requires a lot of brain energy. And seeing that really made me realize that like, you know, we, especially as women are so, so undernourished. And I do wonder why, if, um, at the beginning of the carnivore uh, diet, when you're losing a lot of weight, if it isn't, you know, especially more important at that time to get really quality fat from, from red meat, um, or from ruminant meat, because, you know, as we're losing weight, you know, we're eating you know, our body parts, right. And, and you're pulling out your fat from your fat stores, but that is like the, the donut that you ate, you know, last year and the pizza and all the other vegetable and seed oils. So you're pulling that out and mixing that up in the mix and like being, I guess, re-inflamed and re-irritated by it. So I kind of wonder if, you know, some of what is so uncomfortable in the beginning part of carnivore or, or even, you know, a very aggressive keto diet isn't you know, isn't that as well. So, you know, I really did try to encourage people to get better quality fats and, and really, um, you know, dive into that. And I see a lot, a lot of benefit there as well. So tell it, cause you know, people listening or watching are going to be really curious about a few things. I'll ask some mm-hmm. TMI questions, but we all want to know, like, so do you have a bowel movement every day? No. <laughs> like, are you regular? I, in my own way, but no, not daily. Okay. Um, so that's one thing. I mean, that was something to get used to in the beginning. Like it's not, you know, if you're not consuming that much fiber, you're not going to create that much waste. Right. So right. yeah. So then no, you're but not you going never to. feel constipation or weird, any gut, anything with that. It's all good. No, 
No, but I did do a live stream like a week, well, a while back, whenever this gets published, a while back, where, you know, I walk people through some of the common problems and solutions of getting started on a carnivore diet. And there were things there that I kind of wish that I had done in retrospect. So in the early days, you know, a lot of people have... um, uh, you know, various kind of digestive issues, uh, you know, from diarrhea to constipation to uh, like burping and difficult digestion. And, you know, a, a lot of that can be really, um, you know, chalked up to just not having strong enough stomach acid because, you know, your stomach acid is sort of weakened by the the vegetable and plant matters that we eat. So, um, you know, some people come into it just not, you know, their system just isn't ready yet to deal with all of the fat and the protein. Uh, so it doesn't mean that we're not going to, it just means it takes a little while. So I wish that I had known then, you know, don't drink, um, you know, don't drink water with your meals. Uh, don't dive right in and try to do two pounds in one meal and, and eat nothing else for the day. Um, you know, try to take HCL tablets, which uh, is, you know, it, um, supports your, your stomach. Uh, it's a hydrochloric acid, but it supports your stomach acid and helps you to digest some of these foods. And, you know, that's a supplement um, that you can take for, you know, two weeks, three weeks until you um, get to the point where your body's able to handle it. And then you, you come down on the pills. So it's not something that you take forever, but it's an assist. So all of those things I think would have been, you know, helpful and, you know, sort of easing that process in for me. Um, but, you know, you get there anyway, it's just, well, yeah, I no, totally. I mean, but, but, but like, Hey, that's a great tip for someone to consider to have around in case that first couple of weeks of adjustment, I've heard about, you know, I, I, yeah. I understand this adjustment phase. Yeah. So, so there are a few things that I tell people just to buy and have the stuff doesn't, you know, expire real soon. And at 2am you'd rather you had it than not. So just buy it and have it. And then, you know, if you don't need it, great. What about, uh, so, so let's talk about in general, what does it look like your day in terms of amount of meat? And also, are you eating twice, three times? Like you just like, what is, you know, what does your day look like? Uh, yeah, it's usually two or three times a day. So I'm not one of those, um, one meal a day folks, um, at this point in time. Um, and, uh, you know, I might, well, right now I'm, I'm on a hamburger phase. So I've been using my, um, <laughs> my air fryer, um, almost, uh, continuously for the last couple of months. And then I started frying hamburgers in a cast iron pan on the stovetop and it was delicious. So I've been doing that. So that's, that's where I'm at right now. So, and then what is it, what is it kind of roughly, are you in like a pound of beef a day or have you even noticed kind of, I mean, I know you're not trying to target anything specifically. Mm-hmm. You're probably going on the intuitive of, you know, what your, your body needs and wants at any given time, but what is it, what does it look like? Well, I do pay attention to amounts because, you know, I'm thinking about like my budget and, you know, how much to buy at any one time. So I do kind of pay attention to how much the amounts are, but somewhere between one and a half to two pounds a day. Okay. You know, it's interesting yeah. to me. So carnivore has to be, I mean, hmm. I, I really think compared to the standard diet, carnivore has to be one of the cheaper ways to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. People always think it's I mean, you might like really give, give us an example of like how much money, like you must be saving so much money per month now if you look back at what you were paying before. I bet it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I think I signed up for mint.com, you know, that it, like yeah. federal gun run website. So I, you know, one time I did it and I looked at how much money I spent in on food in a month. Like it, it includes also, um, you know, restaurants and, and alcohol and everything, but including all of that. I mean, it was like one month, it was like, you know, almost a quarter of my budget. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> that's, and I'm one person. So, you know, I, I, you know, I do pay attention to that. And I would say I spend so much money, much less money now um, as a carnivore. So when people say, oh, it's too expensive, I'm like, I, you know, it is not, you know, the thing is like at my grocery store, you know, ground beef is 389 a pound. And so is broccoli, but I can eat a pound of of ground beef for 389 and be done but a pound of broccoli is just going to be a nightmare and and not going to do anything it's going to be a nightmare so, and it's not going to do anything you're not going right. to be appreciated yeah absolutely. yeah yeah so i i don't think it's more expensive and i think about all the things that i'm not buying all the medications and then you know i put a yeah. post up on uh instagram a couple uh maybe a couple weeks ago where um oh sorry i don't know what's up um I put a, uh, okay, I'm I put a, po yeah, camera. Uh, I put a post up on, um, uh, on Instagram of my medicine cabinet. So I had tried to make more room in my, uh, kitchen cabinet. Uh, so I put all of like the medicines and supplements and everything on a top shelf. And I went up there to, you know, to kind of get rid of it. And I, I realized like a lot of this stuff had like way expired, like two years ago. And, um, and, you know, there were so many things that I used to take all the time. And I think about how much money I spent on, you know, Tylenol and Advil and Aleve and Claritin and Flonase and uh, Benadryl and Sudafed. Um, that stuff's not cheap at all. And, uh, you know, so that was, that was a lot of money there. Uh, plus, you know, the supplements that I thought I needed to take vitamin C probiotics, um, you know, and, uh, and everything else, uh, I, you know, it was just, yeah. It was uh, a tremendous amount of stuff. And so I am so pleased that, you know, I'm done with all that. I haven't taken anything, uh, you know, in that time. I haven't had to take anything. So it's other, uh, other it's than salt miraculous. and the meat and the water and the coffee. You don't have to take a supplement and you don't do anything else to add on top no. of it. Yeah. I mean, I bought the supplements. So, you know, when, you know, so-and-so said buy this, I bought it. When so-and-so said buy that, I bought it, you know, and I like tried it for a little bit, but I, you know, I really just hate taking a lot of stuff. And so I, you know, if I'm not noticing like a real immediate impact, it's just, it's not top of mind. Yeah. What about, um, are you a regular exerciser? Were you before this and how has that corresponded with that? Or, or, or you not have not been, I mean, I don't know what you're. Yeah. Uh, I, I was when I was losing weight. Um, I did a lot of lifting and I really enjoyed it and it really transformed my body and it was awesome. Um, then a number of things happened with life that, um, you know, kept me away from the gym. And then, uh, you know, now I kind of lost my chance, but my gym just reopened. So I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll get back in there. So, um, you know, other than like, walking, um, my dog and, uh, you know, I mean, we go to the dog park and stuff. So, I mean, you know, I usually hit 12 to 15,000 steps in a day, but I'm not like, you know, that's really like, great. No that's exercise. a lot of, that's a lot of being on your feet and walking and that's great. So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's very ancestral. Um, you don't need to be doing CrossFit yeah. to do this. Um, tell us, uh, 
what are some other things that come to mind either that you've heard from people or like, like that was a very great, interesting tip to be like, Ooh, first couple of week adjustments, HCL might be a hack to throw in there in the event of what are some other things that you can think about that might've come up either interesting questions you've been asked from other people or some other, you know, people's experiences that might, you know, highlight this whole diet for us. Yeah. You know, the other thing that I'm always pushing on my live stream, and I, I made a video about this as well, is uh, to get those electrolytes in and get the salt in. I think that, um, you know, we have been done such a disservice by, you know, the powers that be, the, you know, the people who tell us what to eat and what to do to put the fear of God into us about salt. And like that, that is okay, I guess, on a carb diet, but it is like impossible on a carnivore diet. And, um, and so I'm always pressing people, you know, you have to eat more salt and they're like, Oh, I use a ton of salt. You know, I use like a quarter of a teaspoon and it's like, Oh, you know, we're talking about like tablespoon amount, you know, maybe more. Right. Like Um, throughout a day, you mean that's my requirement. Yes, absolutely. It's so important. I mean, it's kind of known in a lot of, a lot of people who might've dabbled into keto might've heard that but especially important for carnivore. So that cannot, you just, that cannot be skipped out on. Yeah. And I mean, I think people hear it, but they don't, uh, you know, it's hard to visualize what that actually looks like. Right. So, um, so again, you know, when I tell people to buy stuff, I just say, get, um, you know, get some liquid supplements. I, I like the keto trial drops, but there's other stuff, you know, on, um, you know, on Amazon and stuff that just give you all the electrolytes in little, a little dropper form. And you can add it to every glass of water that you have. What's and that I just product people, called you just mentioned? The drops? So I... Well, I use uh, Keto Chow. Uh, I do have a store on Amazon if you, you know, if you want to do that. Um, and I have an electrolyte section, and so I have all the drops there. But there are little drops that um, are suspended in, you know, water, and uh, you can just put drops into your glass. So you know, it's not even like you With know, minerals, you don't stir yeah. anything up. No, no powder. Um, I do see some electrolyte powders that have artificial sweeteners and all this stuff in it. I totally against that. Don't do that. Just get you know the straight up electrolytes. And I find that water tastes better with it in. So, you know, that's an indication to me. Sometimes people are like, oh, well, you know, it's not natural. And why do we need anything? And I say, you know, our water has been denatured. Like, you know, if we were in ancestral times, we would be drinking water from that lake or that spring or wherever, and it would have this stuff in it. So we're just replacing what has been removed in our own cleansing, you know, purifying process. So, um, but yeah, I really encourage people, you got to just do it in every, um, you know, in in every cup of water. And, um, you know, sometimes, especially people are having trouble with electrolytes. I tell them just eat multiple times a day because, you know, you're going to get salt with every meal. And if you're trying to get all your salt in one meal, it's going to create gastrointestinal distress. And there's only so much you're going to be able to consume. And you may not have it at the time that you need it throughout the day. And when you start to feel bad, like it takes forever. I feel like it takes a while to kind of like get you know, fully back to where you started. And, you know, so in that case, like an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Yeah, absolutely. Tell mm-hmm. us about, again, tell us about your Amazon store, all the places we'll put all these links in the show notes, but yeah. tell us where we can find you and your carnivore community. If people are, you know, like, I need to look at this. I've got asthma, I've got problems. And, you know, they're yeah. hearing you. How can we connect with you? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I have an Amazon store. It's Black Carnivore uh, on Amazon. And uh, if you go to my YouTube channel on every video, like I have all the links there for the Amazon store. I also have um, a, a Facebook group, uh, Black Carnivore. And through the Facebook group, you can get access to the other stuff that we do. Um, but there's also a, uh, a sign up link to get uh, to get on the email list. And um, so you're uh, totally aware of all the things that we've got going on in the community. And um, yeah, and that's it. And then Are you I, Black you know, Carnivore mm-hmm. on all the platforms. Mm-hmm. So yeah. YouTube. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and of course you can follow me on Instagram as well. So it's, uh, it's good stuff. Very exciting. And, um, I'm, you I, you know, I'm doing coaching. Oh, mm-hmm. you do private coaching. I was going to ask you that next. So great. Mm-hmm. So if someone wants to just talk to you privately about this and their journey, mm-hmm. you're, you're doing that. And how do we, yeah. how do we reach out to you about that? Probably the best way is to send me a, a direct message on Instagram. Um, but you know, I have a link where, uh, on the, um, YouTube channel where you can, uh, you know, just sort of sign up and schedule an appointment, but I'm probably will, by the time this comes out, have a website or something up where you can, you know, learn a little bit more about me and my approach and, you know, and so on. So, yeah, but really my goal is just about helping people, um, focus on, uh, you know, achieving optimal health and certainly in the black community, like metabolic syndrome, um, you know, the top diseases are, uh, diabetes, heart disease, um, stroke and, and cancer. So, you know, dealing with the, uh, I feel like dealing with metabolic syndrome, there's enough research to show that like getting yourself on a ketogenic diet can reverse, you know, those things and, and really, you know, put you in a position where you are going to be able to prevent those diseases. So, you know, my focus is just helping people get straight and stable on the diet. You know, if you need a little bit more flexibility, if you can't get super strict in the beginning, that's okay because the most important thing is to get you in a ketogenic state and get you stable there, not going in and out of it, but, you know, be on it and, uh, and get, get you the support that you need. And, you know, and that's why I think like the Facebook group and the zoom groups are so, so critical because, you know, for, in, in you know, the way I see it, like we're, we're like alcoholics working in a bar where you're expected to drink for your job and yeah. uh, it's free and ubiquitous and you're supposed to drink it at any time of day, morning, noon, and night. So we're living in a hostile, you know, a sugar hostile environment and to be able to withstand that pressure and not give in and eat all of these things, like we need a tremendous, tremendous amount of support. And that's what we're trying to provide and, and normalize, you know, what we're doing, eating, you know, whole real foods and whole real meats. So, uh, you know, so it's hard work and, and that's what we're trying to do and just really create a hub and a place. So, you know, that people can find us, get information, do other stuff that they want to come back, but you know, that's what we're doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, everyone can tell listening or watching you like you're, you're always, always have such a great chill vibe. So welcoming, so open. I think <laughs> you feel like a safe space to go for someone like that. And yeah. I've again been watching your work here over the past year or two and, and just loving what you're putting out there. And I'm really glad you've Thank you. just, I'm glad you've just come out. Because again, we need people like you who have been through this mm-hmm. to help others. Um, and especially, mm-hmm. honestly, like you just said, being a uh, model for the black community, you know, I was looking recently, like there are very few health authors or anyone that people of color that are writing books on metabolic health and dysfunction. It's, it's really difficult to find. We need more of that because that also is really the section of the population suffer, suffering the most. And they're certainly not getting the right treatment from the medical community. So yeah. it just, it really shouldn't be 
a prevalent problem in in one ethnic group or another, right? It just shouldn't be. Yeah, but yeah. that one's suffering the most. And I feel like what you're doing is is incredible, not just for, for everybody, but also to be sort of a pillar of your own community and to be a representative. Like, hey, this can change. You don't need to identify with having asthma or X, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although most people have one, <laughs> one or two or three of the things that we described. So, um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I think this is also why, like, I've tried to keep things really simple and not, you know, kind of get into like the biohacking and all the other stuff that people are doing. Cause I think that it's just super damaging and confusing for somebody, you know, who's still trying to lose an 80, 90 pounds still has, you know, insulin resistance, um, you know, still trying to get their blood pressure down, you know, things like, I mean, well, honey is the thing that everyone's talking about now. And then, you know, starting to experiment with more carbs and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe that's fine for a healthy part of the population, but I think most members of the population are not metabolically healthy. So it's not really helpful to, you know, kind of talk about that as, uh, you know, a normal thing. I think that it is, I've many people have come to me like, I I don't understand why, you know, I'm gaining weight or my insulin, you know, resistance is worse or my blood glucose is higher. And, you know, I'm only having a little bit of honey and it's like, you know, a little bit is a problem when you're sick. Like it's, you can't do it. I agree. It's taking five steps backwards sometimes on just a little something like that. And it's, I always say to people, how quickly do you want to get better? Yeah. That's that's the only question you have to understand. If that's yes, then just ditch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming on mm-hmm. again and we'll put everything in the show notes to connect with you and all of your platforms. Is there anything you'd like to leave our audience with? Uh, you know, that's it. I mean, come hang out in, uh, you know, my YouTube channel. We do the live stream twice a week. It's really fun. Lots of people love to come and hang out and chat and, you know, tell jokes. And I, you know, like it's actually really a community. People come into the chat to say hi to each other. And then, you know, it's us interviewing people talking about stuff. So it's a lot of fun. And I encourage you all to come and join the fun. Awesome. Thank you so much again, day. I really appreciate your time and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Great. Hey, Primal Blueprint listeners. Did you know that Primal Kitchen Collagen Peptides help support hair, skin, and nails? Well, we offer a variety of collagen products to suit everyone's palate, from unflavored to mango pineapple or golden turmeric to our keto matcha or chai tea collagen latte mixes and more. Visit us at primalkitchen.com and start fueling your day with collagen peptides. Hi folks, Mark Sisson here. If you found your way to the primal path and want to help others live primally too, then visit primalhealthcoach.com to learn how you can join our mission to help 100 million people reclaim their health and how you can turn your passion for wellness into a profitable health coaching career that you love. The world needs health coaches. The world needs you. So visit primalhealthcoach.com today to learn more.